You are listening to a special edition of the Hope of Israel Baptist Broadcast. Our radio host, Dr. K. Daniel Freed, is preaching a series of messages entitled Feast Days of the Nation of Israel. It is our prayer that these live recordings will be a blessing and an encouragement to you, our radio listeners. And when the fact of the matter is, what is the place? Why did he even mention his father's house? Because this whole thing about giving the cup and making the contract with his bride, which, by the way, if you're saved, we're a member of the bride. Amen? All right? So because we are a member of the bride, well, the wedding hasn't taken place yet. We are betrothed to the Lord. Amen? And if we're betrothed to the Lord, we ought to live some godly, holy lives, right? And we ought not to provoke uh, Jesus to jealousy. That's right. And we ought not to be sleeping on the job. <laughs> we ought to be watching. We ought to be watching. Because Jesus will come as a thief in the night. As in the Jewish wedding, the bridegroom has already established the fact with the bride, the betrothed bride. And I'm just going to paraphrase it just so that we can kind of relate to it now in the sense that he tells uh, her, and she already knows this by watching others going through the same process, and he says in so many words, uh, I'll bring it up to date to, uh, as if I was to do this with my wife 42 years ago, sweetie, honey, I'm sorry, but I must go. <laughs> oh, please don't go. Yes, I must go, <laughs> because I must prepare the bridal chamber, right? Now, she already knows that it has to be done. And I tell her, I said, now, sweetheart, I must go. You must wait. But while I'm over there preparing this bridal chamber for you, I want you to be ready when I come to get you. And she says, well, honey, how will I know when you're coming to get me? I said, you'll know it all right, because I'm going to blow a great trumpet. Amen. And when you hear that trump, uh, you'll know that it's me. It'll be like no other trumpet sound that you've ever heard. <laughs> and I'm going to come, and I'm going to kidnap <laughs> Kidnap you. Yes, I'm going to kidnap you. Because when your mom and dad checks your room, you'll be gone. <laughs> Woo! You'll be gone, but they'll know that it wasn't an illegal kidnapping, that it was a legal kidnapping, amen, because they heard the sound of the trumpet, amen. Hallelujah. So, you understand now, the Feast of Trumpets, you know, all through the year, they blow the trumpets. They have silver trumpets, two of them. There's also the holy times, like during Yom Kippur, that will actually use ram's horns. Uh, but the trumpets are to be blown throughout the year. Uh, they are to be blown to assemble the people. They are to be blown at the new moon uh, when in preparation for a battle. Uh, about every important thing that goes on in Israel, they would blow the trumpets. And people knew the sound of the trumpet sound. They knew if it was for war. They knew if it was for a wedding. They knew it was for a new moon. They knew if it was a special offering that was going to be done because they could tell that when they heard that certain sound, that's what it indicated, right? Now, ladies and gentlemen, when we hear the last trump, we're going to know the sound. We're going to know it. And nobody else is going to know it, but we're going to know it. 
according to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. We'll read verse 50. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither does corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. That's pretty fast, isn't it? So right there, let's just kind of park it right there for a moment. Let's assume that it's going to happen tonight. You cannot prove to me that it's not going to happen tonight. And you cannot prove to me it won't happen in the next hour. So the question is, if it's going to happen that fast, that quickly, right? My question to you and I, if you're saved, are you ready to go? I mean, are you ready to go? Well, in the spiritual condition of most believers today, I don't think most of us are ready to go. We may be ready to go because we want to get out of this mess, right? But I don't know if we're ready to face the judgment seat of Christ. It's not the rapture that's the big event we're looking for. We're not looking for that. That's really technically not an event. That is how we get to the event. Amen? That's the mode of transportation. In the moment, in a twinkling of an eye, boom, we're going to be absent in the body and present with the Lord. And so we'll ever be with the Lord. But the question is, not that I want to get out of this mess, and I do want to get out of this mess. The question is, am I going to be ashamed when I see Jesus face to face? Is there anything whatsoever in your heart and mind that you'll be ashamed when you see him face to face, because there is no purgatory, I'm sorry to say. You ain't going to have a whole year to get it right. Come on now. It's going to be instantaneous. You'll be singing that song, I wish I'd I'd given him more. It'll be too late. Now you have the opportunity right now while I'm preaching. You see, you may not realize this, but what happened earlier this morning is not unusual. In the last days, we're going to see more and more of that. The other thing is, I I believe God is giving us a wake-up call. And charity covers a multitude of sins. That's our attitude. We're not going to give the devil not even one inch. No, because he is the accuser of the brethren. And we're not going to give him any ammunition that he already has. We're not going to give him any more ammunition that he already has to accuse the brethren before the Lord. We're going to love more. We're going to confess more. We're going to live holy more. We're going to be united more. We're going to be more soul winners more. We're going to weep for souls more. We're going to leave here with pack of tracks, amen. Whatever we've been doing, we're going to do it more. We're not going to let anything stop us. That's right. Because of the fact we talk to sinners about the pending judgment, but we fail to remember that it's not just the pending judgment of the wicked, but there is a judgment seat that you and I have to deal with. Amen? Now, aren't you glad it's not going to be judging the penalty of our sins? That was done at Calvary. But it will be judging our stewardship. What did we do for Jesus? How did we live for Jesus while we were here? What has been accomplished in the name of Christ? How much glory did we give him? How much Bible did we memorize? 
How often did we pray? How often did we soul win? How many tracts have you given out? Amen. How often have you been in the house of God when you should have been here, but you were busy doing something else? Come on now. What I'm trying to tell you is, we can focus so much on the judgment pending for the ungodly and forget to remember that just in a moment, just in a twinkling of an eye, we're going to see Jesus face to face. And we'll be have to give account for everything we've done, whether good or bad, in our bodies. So I'm not your priest. Preacher's not your priest. But you need to examine yourself. Now, these altars are open. And we do got tissue boxes here. And these tissue boxes aren't for just blowing your nose. Give me an amen. You are listening to a series of messages preached by Dr. Freed entitled Feast Days of Israel. If you would like to have a copy of this series in its entirety, you may call us at 844-644-4426. And now here is the remainder of today's broadcast. But I will tell you that before the night's over, if we even make it, I pray that there's not any unconfessed sin that's present in your life as a believer. And if there is, you got plenty of time, a moment, and a twinkling of eyes already passed. And you have plenty of opportunity to get right with the Lord. It don't matter what it is. And you have to tell me it's none of my business. And, be- and guess what? I'm not going to tell you anything because it's none of your business. Now, when you sin publicly, it's everybody's business. Thank God he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I don't know if I've ever said this, but um, I was in a, in a preacher's meeting one time, and preacher kind of got kind of excited. You know, we preachers, we have to be careful. Sometimes we get really excited, and sometimes we, we say things so fast we don't think about what we're saying. He said something like this. He said, uh, when, when it says that we can come boldly to the throne of grace, he said that word. That's why you got to be careful about the, the, the Greek and Hebrew sometimes, because the Greek and Hebrew should never contradict the teachings of the Bible. I don't care what the Greek and Hebrew says. If the Greek and Hebrew uh, undermines a doctrine, then I will go by the interpretation of Scripture. Amen? And I want you to just understand something, that if you study Greek and Hebrew properly, I've never found it to be contradictory to the King James Bible. I've never, ha- I've never found one thing. Not one thing. And if anything, it's always a big hearty amen. But he, he got going and he talked about how we're supposed to come boldly to the throne of grace. Boldly. And he said, that means uh, as if to kick a door down. And at first I thought, wow, that's amazing. I never knew I had to kick a door down. Jesus already kicked the door down at Calvary. Come on now. And when he gave up the ghost, the Bible says that the veil in the temple ran from top to bottom. He kicked the door down. And I can go into the throne of grace 24-7. Amen. I don't have to kick no door down. Woo! During the uh, Feast of Trumpets, no, notice now I kind of parked it there for a moment so that you can take uh, seriously what that means when he says, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that, that's where we get the, the doctrine of the imminent return of Christ. Because Paul believed in the imminent return of Christ because he's telling them in a moment, in a twinkling. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's been 2,000 years almost already. He has not come yet. He's not appeared to the church yet. 
but we're to live our life as if he would come at any moment. Right? We don't have another day to waste. We don't have another day to drag on. This is no time to be filled with apathy and get lazy on God. No, this is a time we ought to be on fire for God like we never have before. We are on the end. We're at the end. We're at the beginning of this seventh month. We're about ready to enter into another dispensation of the Bible. Now, the tribulation is not considered a dispensation. It's considered a transition period, like the book of Acts was, from one dispensation to another. There's always been uh, transition periods, but we're right there. You know we're right there. Are you really ready? Are you really ready? Are you really ready to meet the Lord face to face? Are you? Only you know that. You know what you've been looking at. You know what you've been listening to. You know where you went the other day. You know who you hang around with. Y'all look like you're going to have a cardiac arrest. The preacher, how do you know I did that? I don't know anything. I'm just trying to tell you. You know it. I don't need to know it. You know it. I could preach on things. I'm a things preacher. So is your pastor. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. Lust of the eyes. Pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Love not the things. I'm a things preacher. Amen. Why most churches today can't handle anybody preaching on things. You have been listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast with Dr. K. Daniel Freed. And we pray that today's program has been an encouragement to you. If it has, please contact us and let us know you're listening. If you are of Jewish descent and would like to know more about the new covenant prophesied in the book of Jeremiah chapter 31, or maybe you're curious as to why true Bible-believing Christians have always supported Israel, please contact us. As a token of our love and appreciation, we would like to give you a beautifully bound Hebrew-English new covenant referred to as the New Testament. This Prophecy Edition Bible will be a great addition to your library and it will help you understand why those who believe in Yeshua HaMashiach, the Lord Jesus Christ, have always loved, supported, and prayed for Israel. Now if you're writing to let us know you're listening or if you're requesting one of these beautiful Hebrew-English New Covenants, you may do so by going to our website, www.hopeofisrael.net. That's hopeofisrael.net. You can also write to us at P.O. Box 1700, Powder Springs, Georgia. 30127. Once again, that's P.O. Box 1700, Powder Springs, Georgia, 30127.